0: Before we get into today's episode, have you gone to ImmenseDesigns.us yet? Make sure you take advantage of what Tanis can do for your brand. It's time for the Creative Real Estate Podcast, your source for out-of-the-box real estate investing strategies brought to you by RealBlueSpruce.com. And welcome back to the Creative Real Estate Podcast. I'm your host, Adam Adams. And today we're talking about the five market research tips that are going to help your business. So you need to do some market research if you're gonna go buy properties. And today we're talking about the five things that I think are gonna help you to be able to do that a little bit more effectively. Before we get started, let me go into one of our five-star reviews that came in recently. And this one is from Zach Harreth. And Zach, thank you so much. I had the pleasure of meeting Zach in person when I was in Chicago. What a great guy, actually very remarkable, young and doing things, I love it. So Zach says, multifamily inspiration. I had the pleasure of speaking with Adam in person after a multifamily event, lots of value added. So thank you, Zach, for the five-star rating and written review. And I'd be happy to get you the mug or the shirt that has the trademark happiness is passive Cash Flow" saying on it. That way you can be sipping on your cup of coffee or wearing your shirt, going to more of these events, like I met you at Zach, more of these events, but you would have your happiness as passive cash flow shirt. And everybody will ask, where did you get that? And you only got it here. This is the only place you can get it is by leaving a five star rating and review and giving us a screenshot. So with that said, let's get into the five market research tips that I have for you today. This doesn't mean it's every market research tip available to you. It does not mean it's every single one, but What it is, is some of the big ones that I know that help us in our business, and I want to share them with you. So number one, tip number one is to know your buying criteria ahead of time, okay? What's your business plan? What is your business model? What are you doing? Are you doing value add? Are you doing light value add, heavy value add? Are you doing 100 unit buildings? Are you doing single families? Are you doing four plexes? Are you doing 10 plexes? Are you doing older buildings, newer buildings? What are you doing to those buildings? You have to first understand your buying criteria before you go into a market. So all right, that's number one. That's the most important thing. And we can go deep into that, but I just want you to know absolutely that you've got to have 100% knowledge of what you plan to do with the properties before you plan to choose a market because there's a lot of strategies that don't work in certain markets. All right. So if you're doing multifamily, for instance, you don't want to go to a place like London, or if you're doing, let's see, there there are so many different things, but you don't want to be planning on rehabbing old 1800s properties in a market that doesn't have 1800s properties. Make, Make sense? So what I'm saying here is to focus first on knowing exactly what you plan to do. And now you understand where you can go to get those. Tip number two is the two ways that you're actually going to do the research. All right. So now you know what your Brian criteria is, your business plan, your business model. Now you know what you're looking for. And now you're looking at these new areas. Here's the two ways you can do the research. Number one, you can get a CoStar report. So if you get a CoStar report, then basically you just download a report. Uh, if you are paying for CoStar, or you might be able to reach out to a real estate broker that specifically works with costar and you'll ask for this report and they're very very detailed all right so that is one way the other way is you actually call the head of the economic development office from that city all right so this is how we're doing that and i'll use a property that we're closing on next week i'll use that property that we're about to close on as an example of how i did this okay All right. So you're doing market research. If you know the area, great. Awesome. You still need to do these things. And if you don't know the area, this that's perfect because the information that we're going through, through steps one through five are absolutely going to help you. So we have this deal that closes next week. It's in big spring, Texas. And that's an area that I didn't know much about. So I figured I needed to uh, really dive in. So we actually did both. We did the CoStar report. And we also called the economic development. And I, I talked to somebody named Teresa Darden of Big Spring, Texas. So, this is kind of how our conversation went as we were getting that information from her. Not knowing too much, I, I wanted to ask questions like, hey, what's going on in the area? So, Teresa, you know, what is happening in this area? So, what is the main industry in the area? And we find that it's medical. And so, we find out. We, we download the 22 top biggest employers, the major employers from the area. And we find out that uh, the first one is the Veterans Administration Hospital. And then we've got education right behind medical. Then we've got government right behind there. Then we have uh, oil and gas behind there. So we're looking and we, wanna, we want to make sure that not one employer employs more than 20% of the workforce. This is very important. Not one single employer can employ more than 20% of the workforce. So we look at it. The biggest employer is 15%. Okay. That's one of the medical. Um, And then we look at all of the other industries. So actually something that surprised me is that all combined oil and gas is only 11% of the entire industry. And that's with every single part. Okay. So we keep looking not one thing is, is bigger. Not one employer is bigger than that 15% uh, of medical. And we just keep looking and looking and looking and make sure that everything else checks out. And it does. So we go to the next one. What are the downsides? Going into an area, you want to understand what happened, you know, in the last recession or, you know, talking about oil and gas, what happened the last time that there was a bust in oil and gas? So these are the questions that you'll want to ask. And it's great to be on the phone with Teresa Darden about Big Spring, Texas. It's, that's very, very helpful, right? So we have an honest conversation and we say, Teresa, uh, I heard that there's some cities in, in Texas that are very dependent on oil. So, you know, give me the honest truth back at the end of 14 and, and then 2015 and 16, oil was not doing well. So let's find out a little bit more about what was happening with your city. And we find that it was growing year over year, about 1%, even in, you know, 2015, the area is still growing year over year, a little over 1%. So this is interesting. Okay. So I I expected there to be a, a different, a different, uh, information there. So we keep asking all these different uh, questions with Teresa Darden just to find out more about that specific city so that we understand it, which that's that's pretty much tip number three is you find out what can go wrong, what can be your worst thing, and how do you protect your downside? So we want to find out, for instance, if it's, if it's oil and gas, if that's the question, then we say you know, what was going on? And okay, it was still growing. Great. So what if this happens? What if this happens? And you keep asking different questions, what could go wrong here? And number tip number four is to challenge all of your assumptions. So you're going to have assumptions in an area always, we're always going to figure, okay, you know, Atlanta's booming right now. So let's challenge that. Let's see what is the other side, you know, play devil's advocate in every, in every moment you can. So we're talking about, medical, education, transportation, some of these biggest um, parts of revenue for the city of Big Spring. And then we challenge each and every one of them. All right. So what would happen if, okay, so I—I we didn't mention this, but Big Spring, Texas is uh, one, you have to go through Big Spring, Texas if you're doing trade between Mexico and Canada. So everything that goes between Mexico and Canada stops in Big Spring, Texas. So then we ask ourselves, what are the other routes? And not one other route makes sense, all right? Every other route is a difficult route to get through America, through the United States, from Mexico to Canada. So knowing that, we challenge each and everything. What if they switch it to here? What if we switch it to here? And we find out what is the downside? Protect your downside. So challenge all the assumptions. If you believe this is gonna happen, challenge it. Number five, tip number five is how does your property fit within the market? This is probably one of the most important ones that you can ask yourself is how does my property fit within the market? So you're looking at the market and if specific, specifically. <laughs> yeah. When we look at big spring, Texas, we want to find out what is happening in that market. All right. So there's a vacancy rate of 4%. There's a, um, a vacancy rate of around 4%. And then there's, an unemployment rate of about 2%. So, how does that fit within the United States? Okay, the imp- unemployment is, you know, three, three plus percent in the US, but only 2% here. And we keep looking at different things. So, we say, what are our rents within that market? What is the demand for our property within that market? So, you ask those questions. So, our property has 52 people on the waiting list and 100% occupied. And we look at the rents and we see it's eight to 10% below market value on the rents. Like the, you can get bigger rents and there's 52% of, not 52%, 52 people on the wait list to be able to come in. That's how how many families want to be living at our property that we're going to be buying next week. And then we keep looking and keep digging on all different parts. Okay. Well, what's the job growth? Okay. It's been 5.7% or just over the last, 12 months. And we look, what's going to happen for our pro formas? You know, we're projecting 4%. How likely is that? Well, last year we grew way more than that. So we are asking ourselves, can we do 4%? Well, if we're 8 to 10% below market and 52% on the wait list and the job's growing 5.7, is that reasonable? We feel like it's very, very reasonable. This is something that we can accomplish quite easily. So that all of these things are things you want to understand. How does your property fit within the market? Because if there's no demand for your property, you're going to probably want to pull out. But if you know that everything's growing and we keep looking and looking, looking. So what is the, what is that city going to do? So we're asking again, Teresa Darden, what is the city going to do? And how does our property fit within the market? And she's talking about all sorts of different tax incentives that they are adding because there's such a shortage of housing. We find out that, you know, eight, 8 to 11% of the market has anything to do with oil and gas. So, what's going to be happening as we go, regardless if oil goes up or down? And we find out that we feel really, really comfortable with this market. And these are the things that you want to ask yourself just because you want to make sure, absolute certain. If you're gonna be inside of a safe investment, what are the downsides? So again, let's just go over it. There is five parts of market research that I wanna give you the tips on. Number one is simply to know what your buying criteria is. What is your business plan? What's your model? What kind of cities do you look at? And then you go and do the research. You can pull a CoStar report and or you can talk directly with the economic development department. Tip number three, Ask what can go wrong and what is the likeliness of that going wrong. Tip number four: challenge every assumption that you have. You want to be able to, like Robert Kiyosaki says, he stands on the edge of the coin so that he can see both sides. A lot of people get into things and they say, "Well, I heard this, I know this, so this is this is what's going to happen." They make assumptions. You always, always, always have to challenge every one of those assumptions. Make sure it's actually true, not is it just hearsay or is it true? Challenge those assumptions. And tip number five, how does your property fit within the market? Almost Probably the most important one that we can go over is how does our property fit within the market? You want to make sure that it makes sense in that area, that there's demand in that area. So hopefully these five tips help you in what you're doing. And just remember that we have the two-day summit coming up. It's Raising Money Summit, and there's going to be people coming in from all around the country. One thing that we've done to make sure that there was a lot of great people there is I teamed up with a few other podcasters, and I asked them to come be on stage and talk about what podcasting does for them to raise money. So the Raising Money Summit, the two-day November 17th and 18th summit that I'll be hosting, I'm going to have A few just incredible names. Saul Buscemi is going to be there sharing his experience of what he did as he moved out of the stock market into raising private equity. And then we'll have also Kathy Fedke talking about when a deal that she raised a bunch of money for and that the deal went south and how she got out of it. And we'll have Brooks O'Hearn talking a lot about his group that he runs and how that's helped him raise a lot of private capital for his real estate deals. We'll have myself. I'll be teaching a lot of what my meetup has done for my, for my group as well, for us raising $4.4 million so far. And I'll have Gene Trowbridge. Uh, he's a securities attorney and one of the most famous securities attorneys in the nation. And he'll be sharing uh, some tips and tricks on how you can make sure that you're protecting yourself Because most people don't realize that when they're raising private capital, it is a security. And he'll talk about the exemptions and how you can do this safely, effectively, efficiently, and by keeping yourself and your investors out of trouble. And then we'll have Richard Wilson. He he manages several billion dollars, several billion dollars of money for billionaire uh, family offices. So Richard Wilson, he runs the family office conferences throughout the world in London and a few other cities and states throughout the nation. And again, we will also have several podcasters here. Uh, You probably already heard um, this event being marketed on Best Ever, Best Real Estate Investing Advice Ever show with Joe Fairless. You probably already heard that. You probably, if you listen to the side business show with Ike Mutapana, you probably heard uh, this as well. Ike will be on stage with us. You probably heard the advertisements of this uh, event also on the Tough Decisions podcast. So just a few great podcasters that'll be on stage sharing with you what having a podcast does for them. I want you to get a ton of value out of this. I want this event to change your life, absolutely. And I think it will, I know it will, so make sure you book your tickets. Remember, I do have, if you book your ticket today, you can get $100 off. So book it right now. Just go to realbluespruce.com slash OPM. That has to all be a lowercase, but if you go to realbluespruce.com forward slash OPM for other people's money, this'll allow you to get $100 off the ticket. So don't wait anymore. Don't wait any longer. This is happening literally next month. So you want to get it all booked out get your plane tickets booked out, get the flights out here. So just get it taken care of before you forget, before you let anything else happen and be there. And I'll see you. I look forward to seeing you. My speakers look forward to seeing you. And I know you get a ton of value out of it. So save a hundred bucks, go to realbluespruce.com OPM right now. And I'll see you there. If you love this content, please leave a review and share this podcast with your friends. As a reminder, any investment opportunities mentioned on this show are for accredited investors only. I'm ready to have that conversation with you. It's pretty easy to set up. There's a link to my online calendar available for you in the show notes. Scroll down now and pick a time on there that works best for both of us. Until next time, think outside the box.